3D movie time capsule for 2021. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Warning, this podcast contains spoilers. Hello, hello, hello. This is Adolf, and I have with me Classic Jack. Howdy, folks. And Jacob. Hi, everybody. And it's that time of year again where we uh, crack open the time capsule to see what was there. And uh, we're recording this on January 9th, 2022, and today we're talking about the 2021 uh, movies, uh, the 2021 30 movie time capsule. So, all about 2021, the year, last year, and, and you know, a little bit over last week. So, overall, um, first of all, how did you feel about 2021? Better than 2020. Yeah. I feel like it was season two of... Uh... 2020 so we had the sophomore slump yeah better but we're definitely you know it feels like we're stuck in the mud and we're barely coming out and we thought i think most of us thought that uh we'll be out of this mud of this pandemic already and we haven't been and you know obviously it's a worldwide pandemic and variants travel quickly so you know, multiple variants have kept this pandemic alive and going and hurting a lot of people. And uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's part of the reason why um, President Biden has been giving out vaccines to other parts of the world to try to hopefully contain these variants. But it's it's been slow going. And I know, you know, we probably should do more, but can we do so much? Um, I guess we'll... we'll start this with a classy way or a sad way and give a few moment a moment of silence for all those who've passed all the 3d movie fans all those people whether they're nice or not who've passed because of covid so let's give a a couple second um moment of silence okay so i have a whole bunch of statistics for y'all and a whole bunch of uh information and everything so regarding 3d movies specifically uh classic jake what are your thoughts on overall as a whole thing what do you think well i would say that 3d is really taken a serious hit since 2020 jacob i mean compared to 2020 things have improved for 2021 but it's still uh, taken a hit since like 2019 yes um so you know Comparatively speaking, we have a box office, and we have movies that are open to the public in America. Um, that mileage definitely varies depending where you live. I think some parts of the country might have some regional lockdowns, but it's nothing major national. Yeah, and then there's parts of the world that are locked down. Yeah, definitely. Um, so there's some places that haven't had the luxury of going to the movies of having that escape and it's, it's been rough and we definitely have more than like two movies than 2020. (laughs) Yeah. So we have more, we have, um, so here's, here's some stats. So on the website, we officially reviewed 15 total 3d movies. Not bad. Do you think it was less or more? I mean, compared to 2020, way more. Yeah. All right. Um, of these 15 movies, how many movies do you think were 
original or new properties? <laughs> oh, jeez. Two? Three, maybe? All right, Jake? Maybe one. Six. Wow. Six. So, um, this is the six that I'm counting. Uh, Ray and the Last Dragon, not based on any property that I know of beforehand. Um, I'm going to count Jungle Cruise, because there was no Jungle Cruise movie before this. Um, yes, it was a theme park ride, but there was no movie or TV show or comic based on this. So that's original. But still, I would still count it as an adaption, because it's like Pirates of the Caribbean. It's based on a pre-existing intellectual uh, property. But it's a new yeah. franchise. It's, we haven't had that before, so I'm gonna I'm gonna count it as new. But you know, okay, <laughs> okay. Um, free guy. Yeah. Yeah. Forgot about free guy. Um, now this is another one that could be up to debate. Uh, Dune. You know, we have had a previous Dune, but you know, having this version of Dune, this is based on a book, but it's not like a sequel or remake. It's kind of a remake, but sort of. I, I, it's kind of gray area. I'll count it. Uh, Ron Gone Wrong. Okay. And Encanto. Yeah. So, um, hey, you know, people always complain about not enough uh, new properties or original properties or fresh stuff. And we definitely got some fresh stuff here. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, so I actually averaged out the scores and have the highest scores and the lowest scores. Um, Classic Jake, what do you think was our highest scores? Do you remember? I would say Shang-Chi. Okay. Yeah, I'd concur with that. Um, Shang-Chi and Jungle Cruise were the two highest, and both of those got tens. Mm. What do you think were the lowest, uh, Jacob? Oh, jeez. Uh, if, if I remember correctly, uh, maybe Rhea? I can't, I can't remember exactly. Well, you reviewed two of them. <laughs> oh, God, what is it? I can't remember the other one. <laughs> no, I give you a minute. Uh, no, you're good. All right. Uh, Boss Baby 2, Family Business, got a 6 out of 10. Ah. Uh, Ron Gone Wrong, got a 6 out of 10. Okay, yeah. Uh, and uh, Sing 2, got a 6 out of 10. Ah. Now, it, it's kind of hard to debate which one is the worst, because... I don't think any one of us, any one of us, have seen all three, right? <laughs> right. Um, I have not seen Wrong Gone Wrong or Boss Baby Two. Um, now you've seen Boss Baby Two and Wrong Gone Wrong, but not Sing Two, right? <laughs> right. And and Classic Jake, you haven't seen any of them. <laughs> yep, I managed to dodge all of those. <laughs> now a six out of ten ain't bad. Um, no, it's above average. So hey, that that's. For the low point of the well, year, that's pretty good, you know. Well, yeah. if, you, if you changed it to number grades, it'd be an F. You know, letter grades, I mean. Oh, yeah. yeah. But hey, you know, we don't have any ones or fours or anything. <laughs> Terrible. No. Yeah. Now, um, we all have seen the two tens. So what do you guys think? Uh, Jungle Cruise and Shang-Chi, which one is the better of those two movies? Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi, yeah. I'm still going to go for my Jungle Cruise. Damn it, I loved it. <laughs> yeah. I actually saw um, Shang-Chi again, and I still enjoyed it. Um, probably not as much, because I watched it at home and 2D. But um, I just I just have a happy feeling about Jungle Cruise. I don't know if that's going to hold up watching it again, but I was, I'm just still happy about it months later. So. Do you guys want to guess the average score? Um, averaging all 15 movies we reviewed, 
what was the average movie score number? Classic Jake? Probably seven. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Seven. All right. It was 7.8. Ah. Ah. Not bad. So that's pretty close to being great year. For, for You know, we do eight as great. So, hey, that's pretty damn good, I think. Yeah. And this year, or 2021, we had no weak 3D reviews in any of our movies. No. Um, we, all of them were at least good. And there were some that were editor's choice great. Do you guys remember which ones are those? Editor's Choice? Uh, Fox Baby 2, I remember. <laughs> and Shang-Chi. Yeah. So, um, Jacob, since you've watched both of them, which one had the better 3D of those two that we re-reviewed? Oh, God. Uh, I mean, I'm still going to have to say Boss Baby 2. It was just so wild and colorful, but Shang-Chi is really close. And uh, since... I don't know if uh, Universal is ever going to have a 3D Blu-ray. I don't know if any one of us, or uh, me and Classic Jake, will ever watch Boss Baby 2 in 3D. So I mean, I got it coming in later this month if you want to borrow it. <laughs> oh, is it actually coming out on 3D Blu-ray? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. Never mind. Then shut my mouth. Um. <laughs> uh, I, might get a, I might get around to actually getting it, but I've got a whole list of things already to get. Mm-hmm. Um, I always look at the, the Blu-rays and hope that they quote us. Um, they never have, but I think that would be fun, uh, just to see. And they're like, oh my God, <laughs> people actually, you know, read the reviews and actually, you know, use it for marketing. That, that would be awesome for us, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I do wonder, cause like, I, I remember hearing that you, they don't need to get permission to do that. So if they already did... That's kind of like, and I don't know about it. Well, you know, I, I should know about it. <laughs> it's my website, but they have, I guess, the okay, I, you know, I'm giving verbal okay if they want to, but you cannot edit the, the thing to be different. It has to reflect what it is. You can't say, you know, um, Jacob gives Boss Baby a 10 out of 10. No, that's not what he gave it. <laughs> yeah. You know, but if you want to quote the review and say it's great 3D, you know, hey, you could definitely have the game. Yeah. So, but I don't think I'm going to ever watch Boss Baby 2. I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it's not that bad. <laughs> All right. Who do you think reviewed the most movies? Probably you. Classic Jake? Sometimes I feel like it was me. It was you. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Um, so, Classic Jake, you reviewed six of the movies, I reviewed five, and New Jake, you reviewed four. Nice. Now, um, you know, I think that's a pretty decent mix of everything. Um, I, I feel like some of the movies, you know, we reviewed just because, um, availability and, you know, scheduling. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. I mean, New Jake, you kind of saved us in four movies because <laughs> um, I didn't have Boss Baby 2 next to me or Raya or um, Wrong Gone Wrong. So you gave us opportunity yeah. there. Yeah, no problem. So. And uh, and uh, and uh, theaters here were shut down for a long time, uh, part of 2020 and part of uh, 2021. All right. Uh, do you guys remember what the first 3D movie that released that we reviewed was in 2021? I want to say Ray and the Last Dragon. Yep. Yeah. And the last? Spider-Man. Or Sing 2, sorry. Sing 2. 
Um, so that's the stats. I hope you guys enjoyed those uh, interesting stats. 7.8 average, I think, is, is really good. You know, and overall, no bad 3D. Um, that ones that we reviewed. And 15 movies is, you know, not terrible, but not great either. But hey, yeah. it's better than two. Yeah, it yeah. averages out to more than one a month. Yeah. Yeah. So th- I thought the stats would be really interesting. Um, now we're going to go through each one and feel like, do we still think about what we thought about then that we do think about now? Like, do we still feel the same ways? Um, so first up, Ray and the Last Dragon. Um, have you seen it again? I guess another question. Uh, Classic Jake, have you seen it again? Nope. Jacob? I have not. <laughs> so um, I think I've, I, I don't feel, because I haven't seen it again, I don't feel like we were too hard on it or, 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 or anything. I still feel like it's a 7 out of 10. Not bad. Good. Very good movie. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's adequate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it got the job done. It was passable. Yeah? Yeah. And if a 3D home release comes out somewhere in the world, I might eventually pick it up. But I haven't heard yeah. of it. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't... I don't know, just going to the grocery store or something, you know, seeing little kids walking around. You would usually see, like, backpacks or T-shirts they wear. And, you know, I never saw anyone wearing a Raya Last Dragon backpack or T-shirt or anything. So I don't know yeah. how much of a pop culture phenomenon it has or hasn't been. But um, I don't think it was as big as Disney would have liked it to be. <laughs> no, I mean, Encanto has made more money than Raya. Yeah. So... Uh, some of these movies we're going to talk about today, we haven't had a chance to talk about together, so it's kind of fun. So, Raya, yeah, I, I feel like it's not bad. You know, I think it's a, a very good movie. Um, I don't know if there's going to be a sequel. I don't think so. <laughs> no. Maybe a TV show. Maybe. All right. Uh, next up, Godzilla vs. Kong. I gave it a 7. I still, I don't know if I would still give it that, but I still really enjoyed it. More than I thought I would. So, I haven't seen it again since. Have y'all seen it again, or no? Bits and pieces in, on uh, HBO Max. It's quite good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I caught it again on HBO Max. So, do you guys still pretty feel good about it, or, or no? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just dumb popcorn fun. Yeah, it's a Godzilla movie. I mean, I still, my favorite one of the series is uh, Skull Island. Which doesn't even have Godzilla in it. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely agree to that one. I felt like the other Godzilla movies were, were fairly weaker. Um, but it ain't, ain't bad. And it was actually fun and good fights between them. Yeah. Yeah, you could actually see them. Mm-hmm. I think the f- most frustrating part about this series is is that um, Toho put their new uh, Godzilla on hold for the, because they licensed it to Warner's or... Legendary, actually, and the Warners is distributing. And Shin Godzilla was probably the best one since the first one. And it was a whole new concept, and it was amazing. And we're not getting those, that continuation, and we're just getting this. And it's just not nearly as good as Shin Godzilla. But it pays the bills, you know? Uh-huh, yeah. And uh, Godzilla vs. Kong was considered the first hit. That the, the people were actually like, hey, I want to see this movie in theaters, and it gave a lot of hope to people. So, yeah. Mm hmm. 
yeah, and my theater violated uh, social distancing rules to sell more tickets. So I was freaking out. I just knew I was going to get the COVID. <laughs> Even masked up and dousing myself with UV and covering myself in uh, hand sanitizer. And <laughs> didn't get COVID. And, you know, that was the first time I was attempting to watch it wearing a mask and then getting the glasses co- you know, fogged up multiple times. It was kind of annoying. <laughs> so, um, I think, you know, people feel good about Godzilla vs. Kong, you know, t- now that's been a while. And there, I think most people are pretty happy with it, with how much money, money it weighed and how it actually went down and... Um, this is the one Warner Brothers movie that they're actually really happy about money-wise, or pretty decently happy about, you know? Yeah, I'd say that and Dune, both legendary productions, Mm -hmm. ironically enough. Yeah, so you'd think Warner Brothers would have treated legendary better. Yeah, you'd think. Yeah, well, we'll see what the, how the new owners are. (laughs) Yeah, Discovery. Alright, the next movie, um, only... Jacob has watched uh, Boss Baby 2 Family Business. Do you still feel like it was a six, or do you think it's uh, maybe warmed up to it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I still think it's a six. It, I mean, the 3D is still really good. Uh, it's one of the few 3D movies I bought digitally and just skimmed through the 3D again, and it's still as good as ever. Um, I was gonna, I was really close to watching it, but time just was not in my favor when it came out and i was surprised how much i actually kind of did like the first one um yes fame it's just a weird movie though <laughs> yeah it's it is very strange and it's just the concept is out there but the 3d is really fun especially on the second movie so yeah um boss baby too um so this next one I feel like a lot of people crap on, and I don't get it. Um, I don't know why a lot of people seem not to like it at all, but I think it is a great movie, and I enjoyed it. And I've watched it twice in the theaters, and I still enjoyed it, so I don't get the hate for Black Widow. It's good. It's just, it should have came out like 10 years ago. But there's there's also a lot of misogyny out there, so that's probably why it's getting crapped on. And Classic Jake, the 3D was really great in Black Widow, right? Yeah, uh, I I liked Black uh, Widow a lot. Uh, I don't understand the hate for it. Well, actually, I do, because uh, a lot of people don't like ScarJo for various reasons. Uh, I, do I agree with her on everything? No. Uh, but, like, a lot of people, they, they, they call her a racist because she played an anime character. Um, they... Uh, called her a transphobe because she was going to play uh, a trans character and when she walked away from um, the project because of all the social media backlash the whole project collapsed I mean so gee uh, thanks I mean I'm sure the trans community would have rather had this movie made than just buried about the the trans man she was good but I understand well it's problematic because, um, first of all, the character they're claiming trans never said they were trans in their lifetime. So, and I'm not, and I don't know, um, if you should go back and label people things that 
of concepts that didn't exist in their lifetime. I mean, yeah, people change genders and stuff, but they didn't have the language, and they probably never articulated it. And Black Widow, going back to the Black Widow movie, you know, Scarlet sues Disney because it, yeah. the, it got a digital release and a theatrical release, and you know, the box office was lower because of that, and it was really pirated. So, um, she won that case, so... Uh-huh. Yeah. Or at yeah. least settled, and are yeah. still working with Disney. Yeah. I, I, mean, I consider that a win. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But a lot of fanboys were, were screaming mad because, oh, she's putting, uh, she's giving uh, Marvel a black eye, blah, 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 blah. And I got going, no, she isn't. She no. wouldn't sue, she didn't sue Marvel, she sued Disney, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and Feige isn't who did this. He didn't have, first of all, he doesn't have the power to do what he'd do that. I mean, that was uh, uh, Bob Chapek and Alan Horn and those guys. I mean, mm-hmm. now I do agree with uh, Jacob that it is too late. Um, you know, I feel like yeah. it should have been 10 years ago. You're right. And it should have mm-hmm. been before. But, um, you know, I, I definitely like that Florence Ball or as uh, you, um, you. I, I I think she's fantastic as new Black Widow. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I really, you know, enjoyed David Harbor as Alexi, and you know the whole thing with the Russian. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's just it was a little overlong, and the villain just it was pretty much Russian Harvey Weinstein if he yeah. had a flying palace. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do think Marvel was kind of hyping it up a little bit and be like, oh, it's a big thing. Things, Everything's going to ch- – you think differently about Marvel. And it's like, no. I mean, I, I, the story was basically what I was expecting it to be, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah. So I don't hate Black Widow. A lot of people seem to not like it at all or, or think it's very – a sub-tier Marvel movie. Um, I, I definitely enjoyed the 3D aspect of it. I, I The first mm-hmm. movie – I actually had to complain to the manager that 3D wasn't working right <laughs> um, because I, I went to the showing and they're like, oh, yeah, it didn't work. We'll just give you a ticket and we watched the whole movie in 2D. Um, and then I had to watch it again in 3D using the ticket. So, yay. I thought movie <laughs> theaters were going to be back in 2021 and I wouldn't have to deal with this because they took the time to fix things. No. Mm-hmm. It sounds like typical theater BS. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oblivious to the fact that they're on their last legs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not every movie could be Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> no. So, yeah, I, I really was upset. And I was like, I didn't cuss anyone out or anything. And um, I did remember that we did have a friend of the podcast there, which I didn't know. Um, it was actually kind of weird because I remember – I don't remember his name and I'm sorry. But – um. Someone that actually recognized the podcast and recognized um, the website, and I, I sat next to him watching the movie, and I was like, "Hey!" And it was actually really cool to actually have that connection on somebody. So, yeah, that was, that was cool. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, of course, if it happened to the if either of the Jakes, uh, there would probably be a restraining order put out. <laughs> <laughs> so probably. Yeah, um, it's interesting. It, it's interesting the memories you remember from you know a year ago. And I'm sorry, I don't remember the name. I mean, I'm sorry. It's a lot of things have happened since then. But I do remember someone did. You know, it's like, oh yeah, I go to your website all the time. It's like, oh awesome, cool. You know, so. you know who you are. You remember it. That's all that matters. 
Hopefully, um, <laughs> you're listening to this still. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Bring your friends. Um, so let's keep going here. Now, uh, Jungle Cruise, which we had a little while between Black Widow and Jungle Cruise. I just was so happy when this movie ended and I had the biggest grin on my face. And I love the 3D of Jungle Cruise. Yeah. But the movie itself was pretty decent. Just, eh. It's fun. I thought it was decent. I thought it was good. I just didn't really think of it as really a movie. I felt like it was a video game. Uh, The thing is, it wasn't bad. I just didn't think of it as cinema. Uh, Yeah. But but uh, it's a a hell of an adventure. Yeah, it's a nice amusement park ride. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's actually a little, and there's, and it's, it's entertaining. It's interesting. It's got yeah. it's it's got enough unpredictability to it. You're not going to figure. You're not going to watch this in five minutes. Know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Which is something that's typical of these types of uh, experiences in the movies, theater. Yeah. Now this just reminded me a lot of the quote unquote old fashioned uh, serials. Um, it reminds me of Star Wars, New Hope. Reminds me of Indiana Jones. It reminds me of Sky Captain. Of of movies of a different era that were just so much fun. And but this one was of this era and of not of this era at the same time. And it, it bridged that gap. And like they were actually respectful to different um, uh, cultures. And it was not offensive in any way. And it had some really interesting twists. And I mean, I just love rock. Jane mm-hmm. Johnson is just wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, and him and Emily Blunt had chemistry, and Jesse Plemons was really good as the villain. Yeah. I just feel so good. That was I just was so happy when the movie ended, and I feel happy about that movie. Now, I'm so sad that I could probably never see it in 3D again because it's never released in Blu-ray, right? Right. Not even digital, and it sucks. It's so good. It's on uh, <laughs> Disney+, Plus, but... Yeah, it's not. I mean, 3D. there's 4K. 4K is not 3D. No. And the box office was actually kind of bad for it. Like, it, it didn't do anywhere as good as I was thinking, or Disney was probably thinking about it. Um, so Jungle Cruise made worldwide 220 million, and that's just not as much as they were thinking. You know, if it was normal times, maybe it would have made that opening weekend. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Now, um, moving on, because we have a lot of movies to talk about, so we can't dwell on any one of them. If you do want more, you know, there's a whole podcast feed. You go download and listen to the individual reviews and the spoiler cast, if we made any. Um, now, this next movie, we weren't sure it was a 3D movie for a long time. And then we got word right before it came out, and it got us super excited. And um, I, you know, actually really enjoyed it. Free guy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A surprise on the, on many levels. I mean, you know, the cameos are, are, are fun, but it was a really fun, interesting idea. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a glorified hit. It made $300 million worldwide, which, you know, doesn't seem that much more than Jungle Cruise, but this is an original property, you know, and it's a video game-based movie, and it was really hot when it came out. So... Yeah, I, I'm still pretty hot about it. Now, I saw it twice yeah. in theaters. I enjoyed it twice. I don't know if I want to watch it again or on the Blu-ray, but I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a fun movie. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, unfortunately, yeah. the 3D was just weak. <laughs> yeah, even as weak as it is, I'd still pick it up on uh, home video release in 3D if it ever got one. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, I'm looking to Germany and hoping it's not just Japan. Yeah. And it's in this weird segment of cinema where it's a movie about a video game that is actually great, but like actual video game movies aren't great, you know, that genre. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A video game adjacent, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kong Fistful Quarters is another one. Um, 8-Bit Christmas is a more recent one. You know, you have those movies that are just like about, not really about video games, but sort of, and it's just a lot of fun. And Ready Player One. Uh, yeah. Jumanji. Jumanji. Jumanji is a great example, actually. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's that weird kind of adjacent, you know, it doesn't make any sense to why those work, but actual video game movies have been weak. I guess compared to those. Though. I mean, they've they've gotten better with Detective Pikachu and Sonic. So I mean, yeah. it only goes uphill from here. Yeah, and Tomb yeah. Raider. Tomb Raider was pretty good. Yeah. All right. The next movie, um, I think, was a big surprise for all of us because I don't think any one of us were. Or I guess, uh, Classic Jake, you were hyped for this, but I wasn't like, okay, I'll watch it. You know. But I still really, really enjoy it. Shang Chi's pretty great. Yeah, mm. yeah. That was a surprise of the year. Yeah, I stand by my uh, ten. And the three D, oh, three D, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that one's actually available on three D Blu Ray. Just plus eighty bucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to bite the bullet and take <sighs> the hit because I don't think I can live much longer without a copy of it. Yeah, I know. I need to get it. And then also Eternals is coming out, too. Uh, I don't know if I'll buy Eternals. <laughs> I mean, I'll get it because the 3D was pretty decent. Um, But yeah, the 3D was great. The, the only issue, I still, you know, rewatching it recently, I, I felt like the main character was still a little bit bland, but I still really liked the movie. Um, so. Yeah. I mean, he's okay. I mean, it's, this is like his first big role. That's probably why he felt uninspired or whatever, like, just kind of stiff. Simu Liu, I think, is his name. Yes. And it's surprising that this movie never got a Chinese release, or not yet, I guess, right? (laughs) Right. And they were afraid of it being offensive to them with Fu Manchu, and this is a love letter to China, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and Chinese people have been asking why. I mean, first of all, Tony Lung Chi Wei would have never played uh, Fu Manchu. Never. Never. No matter how much money they threw at him. <laughs> I think it's mainly because, like, during the marketing, I think it was because it was Mongolian letters versus Chinese. I think that's one of the big reasons why it's not in China. Uh-huh. Well, I think it's a lot of the the Fu Manchu thing. And, I mean, the original right. comic was did have that, but obviously uh-huh. if they watched the movie, they would know it's not part of the movie. So it's not – I know the history is there, but they could change things in the movie that's not in the, in the comic. So I mean, or maybe China just hates Aquafina. Who knows? Yeah, or maybe they don't like Kim's convenience. Yeah. 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 I mean, that politics is probably some of it there, too, so, unfortunately. Um, but it did prove that, hey, you could have an a Asian hit, because people were worried about, oh, is, you know, Asian going to be able to 
Asian Marvel movie going to be able to make a, a, big, a big hit? And $400 million says yes. <laughs> yeah. And it was pretty hot for a couple of weeks. You know, it stayed number one for like a month almost, I think. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Like September was Shang-Chi month. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he's definitely going to be a new Avenger. Um, so we're going to see more of him. He, he definitely is going to be part of this extended universe or new set, uh, not extended universe, but the new set of uh, new phase of Marvel, I guess. Mm-hmm. And Aquafina, hey, you know, I, I always kind of like her, but she was really great here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, anno- annoying and Rhea, really good here. Mm-hmm. She fit this one like a glove. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had a character. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you guys want to see uh, more Aquafina on fire, really on fire, she did a, mo- a little movie called The Funeral. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I thought it was called The Favorite. Oh, okay, that because it's the one where she's uh, the family. They think Grandma's dying. Yeah, so they're all getting together. It's abs- hysterical. Yeah. Well, I I remember watching that movie, and I didn't think it was hysterical, but I thought it was really well done, really well acted. <laughs> um, uh, I know she won her a Golden Globe for that movie. Mm-hmm. Not that the Golden Globes are much of a thing, but hey. No, I mean, not anymore. <laughs> well, they haven't been in a long time. Golden Globes are this thing. If you win one, it's congratulations. And if yeah. you lost it, it's no. and if you lose one, it's no big deal. Or if, yeah. you, get, if you fail to get nominated... It's kind of like, congratulations, you dodged a bullet. Yeah. Now, she was in The Farewell, but maybe you were thinking of Crazy Rich Asians. I thought that was very no, funny. The Farewell. The okay. Farewell. Yeah. <laughs> One of those best movies. I knew, I knew it began with an F. <laughs> I, mean, I know this is dying, but hey, with the way things are going, you're lucky if I can remember anything. Mm. And her show is weird, but I like it. And Nora from Nora Queens. from Queens. That's a pretty funny show. So yeah, I, I, she definitely is becoming super hot. I mean, I'd like Ocean's Eight. Um, she, that was actually really good, better than I was thinking it was gonna be. Gonna be. Well, I liked her in Jumanji Three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So big fans of Aquafina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of a weird thing that, you know, she became popular because she was talking about Regina and like now she's like a big star and it's like, damn, that's that that trajectory I was not expecting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's still controversy worth her, though, but that's for another time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's keep going here. Uh, Venom 2. Let there be carnage. Um, this is the fr- I-, I got Venom after this movie. I didn't get him in the first movie. I got it here. Um, I still liked it. I, I I don't think it's a great movie like Classic Jake does, but I still enjoyed no. it. No. I mean, if you think of it as a love story it, or a rom-com, it works better than a comic book movie. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a bromance. Yes. <laughs> and it definitely is um, just kind of a guilty pleasure kind of movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's too short. The movie is too short. Yeah. Yeah, this is a this is what Sharknado expi- and, and tried to be. All those yeah. all those really cheaply made, deliberately bad movies. Uh, this one kind of cracked the code. It knew what it was. It doubled down on what worked in the first movie and kind of ditched what didn't. Did that wig? Thank God. Uh-huh. Yeah, and we yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we lost the sideshow Bob wig. <laughs> Yeah, Woody Harrelson. Um, he was fun in this. I like him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and we were expecting big things from Venom, but that didn't come out to be, <laughs> which is even funnier that it didn't happen. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I mean, not really a spoiler, but kind of, sort of. I don't know. It's yeah. kind of spoiler adjacent, I guess. Uh, adjacent yeah. word of the year <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, so this is a movie that we haven't had a chance to talk about. I reviewed it, and then I think I went to vacation right after. Um, no time to die. I still love the hell oh. out of this movie. One of my favorites of the year. I still think it was an hour too long. Yeah, it was long. I mean, uh, fair, and the villain was kind of weak. Yeah, it was too dependent. But the three D was so good. Yeah, the three D was really great, and it was too dependent on when uh Quantum of Solace, and it's just like okay, be your own movie already. <laughs> You know, yeah. So it was basically two Bond movies in one, but I still really enjoyed it. I mean, after six years without a Bond film, uh, I was just happy to have it, and it's still a good movie with a daring ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that uh, that 3D, I was so happy when the, that gun barrel was in 3D, and like, oh my yes. god, yes. <laughs> and the title sequence was excellent. And yeah. Like, it was just a good presentation. I wanted it on Blu-ray. Yeah. Well, uh, who do we yell at? Amazon? Is, is it Jeff Bezos? Uh, uh, I mean, Universal here in the States, so. Yeah. Hey, yeah. okay, Universal. 3D, please. Where's our, where's our 3D Blu-ray? <laughs> oh, and um, that was the first movie I went to this year. I think the only one where I was the only person in the theater. Yeah, my friend and I were the only one in theaters when we went. <laughs> Which is sad, but uh, hey, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Luckily, the film was sort of a hit, but it's also lost money, so hey, you don't know. It made $700 million worldwide. That's a hit. Yeah, but, but, the, but the budget was huge, and they kept marketing up every time they change it. That gets expensive. Yeah. I, hey, 700 is, is still really fantastic for a Bond movie, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, true. Yeah, I, I, I really... I gave it a 9, and I, Yeah, it's too long. Yeah, it's too dependent on other movies, because a lot of the story is just like, okay, guys, stop talking about the last movies. Let's get to the one. Because the last movie was bad. The Quantum of Solace was bad. Um... No, it was not the Spectre was bad. Spectre. Spectre and Quantum of Solace were bad. And this movie is like yeah. dependent on those other movies. And it's like, I mean, I'd rather watch Quantum again because at least it was quick <laughs> compared to Spectre. So I definitely want to see um, new James Bond and that be 3D. Definitely. <laughs> yes. And with 3D Blu-ray, please. Thank you. So definitely in love. No time to die. Um, all right. Next up is Dune. Now, I was really worried this movie was going to bomb and it did pretty good. But... For itself. Yeah. You guys still feel good about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they say it, they're making a sequel, so that's yeah. good. I mean, my first initial impression was it's overbaked and overlong, but then when I reflected on it, it just got better in my mind. It's not great, but it's good. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, originally, New Jake, if I remember correctly in the podcast, you said that you give it a six. You think you should might maybe go higher now? Or no? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going towards almost... An eight? <laughs> just thinking about it, like uh, two whole points, because it's just very good. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I still haven't had a chance to see it. I just it's like I watch it on HBO Max. I don't have time, and I just never had time. So it's like okay, well, sorry. It comes out on Tuesday on Blu-ray, so yeah. I mean, I have HBO Max, so I watch watch it that way. Um, but yeah, yeah fair. Um, 
it's gotten good money, good people like it, and definitely a sequel is coming, so... Oscar you know, buzz. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was seriously worried this was going to be just like Blade Runner 2049, where, great movie, but no one liked it. No, I mean, no one went to the theaters for it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, how was the 3D on it? I don't remember it being, you guys saying it was that good, right? <laughs> it was good, but there's no 3D pop-out, really. Just yeah. some dust here or there. Mm-hmm. Or sand or spice, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, uh, but one of the things I thought was amazing about it is I thought a lot of this stuff was CG, and they just said it was really good CG. But it, no, they used a lot of miniatures. And the reason they don't yeah. read, and they don't read as miniatures is because they actually used miniature sand. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Which is really interesting to read about. Like, the, the whole yeah. movie, like, the behind-the-scenes was really interesting, too. Because they shot it on digital, transferred it to film, then retransferred the film to digital to give it a look. Huh. Yeah, really yeah. unique. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, didn't he all of his movies, he does stuff like this. Yeah. That might be the reason why the 3D was weak, because of the, all those transfers and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Possibly. But, I mean, the depth was amazing. The pop-out just wasn't there. Huh. Okay. So... Feeling better about Dune after some time. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, Jake, you're the one, or Jacob, you're the only one that reviewed this and watched it. So, how has Ron's gone wrong? It is perfectly fine. <laughs> now, this came and went in the theaters like in a month. It was like, damn, that was quick. Yeah, like it didn't do too well, and nobody talks about it. I see toys on the clearance rack at Target all the time. Nobody cares. It was a cute movie. It made sixty million worldwide. That's that's pathetic. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know what the budget was, but yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you know, this is one of the holdovers from um, Fox, and and mm-hmm. is he just is like, all right, just dump this and move on, and not really. <laughs> I mean, the animation is fantastic. It's a new studio, and they did really well. It's just the story just it went a little weird. Okay. I think it's now on Disney Plus, so you can watch it now. Um, not in 3D though, but yeah. No, and it's kind of a shame the 3D was pretty good. Probably one of the best parts about the movie. All right, next one is a controversial one again. Um, now a lot of people hate this movie too. Um, I think it's fine. I, I like it. I, I don't hate. I don't. I'm not bad mad that I watch it in the theaters. It's just different, and uh, you know, it's the Eternals. I, I think it's a good movie. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> How has time felt with the Eternals, Classic Jake? Uh, I'd probably give it a seven. Now, I still I mean, think a I, six it's, is good. It's fine, but uh, I think part of my I went high with my review is because same reason I did with Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. I it was a knee jerk reaction to other knee jerk reactions, but I would. But thinking about it. Yeah, I'd give it a seven now. Well, you gave it a seven then, so I guess he had to change that oh, much. I, okay. <laughs> oh, I thought I gave it an eight. So. So I guess I haven't really changed my mind. I thought it was pretty good, but not great. I mean, if you still feel like it's a seven, then I feel like it's sustained itself over the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, know it, it's a weird movie. I'll give it that, but I think it's a beautiful shot, and. You know, I, yeah. I, I won't be mad if there doesn't get a sequel. I don't, you know, I'll be kind of disappointed that some characters don't get stuff, but it's okay. Well, I mean, some won't because they're dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, a rumor is uh, we're getting a, 
instead of a sequel, they're going to let Chloe Zhao do a director's cut. Ah, interesting. Very interesting. Um, uh, a lot of people are thinking that's a backdoor way to get it into uh, China, but I don't. I doubt it. I don't think China's going to let this movie in. Well, I mean, they had to do some creative edits with uh, a character, uh, uh, Brian Tyree Henry's character. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and that was a beautiful love story. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, maybe yeah. I thought it was really well handled, and I thought it was a genuine kiss, and I don't, it didn't bother me any, and I don't think right. anyone in the theater got mad and walked out or anything, but, you know. No. No. Just, the movie just wasn't that great. It was, like, Marvel's answer if, like, what if we made a DC movie, and <laughs> not great. <laughs> Without fight scenes. Without fight scenes. A great cinematography. Who knew? Yeah. Oh, I think you got something there, Jacob, that it feels like a DC movie that was done by Marvel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like the more I think about it, the more I think this is a DC film. <laughs> yeah, this It's a contemplative, uh, it's, a, it's like, it's a contemplative to action. Yeah. And, you know, I got to give Kumali Najili. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. He was Kumail great. Johnny. He was great in this. Great. Yeah. But then they did him kind of dirty in the third act. And it's just, ah, oh, I hated it. Um, <laughs> yeah, when he's like, bye! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the, and, he, and the man got ripped, and he didn't go shirtless once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, Simple, come on! Yes. <laughs> yeah, we saw more. Yeah, we saw more of his workout on Twitter than we ever did in the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I still want to see that movie that was hopefully actually shot, but not probably not. Um, that yeah. his assistant did, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes, that's the uh, Blu-ray extra. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, and while you're at ad- adding movies, why don't we get to see? Um, uh, Rogers the musical. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll talk about. I don't need to Hawkeye, but I know what you're talking about. I understood that reference. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also in. Sp- there's the billboards in um, Spider-Man. Oh yeah. Okay. I forgot oh. about that. It's all connected, except for Eternals. Yeah, that's why, yeah, that's why <laughs> I mentioned it. I wouldn't have if it had just been in Hawkeye. But I mean, uh, Eternals is a weird thing that it, it's all connected, but like it really feels like an island onto itself. Where yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were a big part of human culture, but yeah, um, no one knew about them saving the world and no one helped them. It, and It felt like a retcon. Yeah. And um, I guess nobody in New York um, cared about what happened because no one said anything about it in Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know? no, nobody took answer to the thing in the Indian Ocean. Like, yeah. oh, there's a celestial there. Yeah. No one's wondering why this giant hand is in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I figured J. Jonah Jameson would have been all over that. Right? Yeah, it's like, or like what happened in London. It's like, oh, a bus turned to leaves. Yeah. <laughs> what happened there? What the hell happened yeah. there? It's just another day in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Who knows what happened? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's keep going here. Encanto. Um, I love this movie. I wish the 3D was better, but I really yeah. loved it. The mm-hmm. music was so good. Uh-huh. Yeah, Lynn Manu, uh, he's on fire. I think this will be his Oscar year. I think it is. Yeah. It's either the, he's, he's either going to probably get it for this, or uh, oh, and he's probably going to get him um, some um, awards for Tick, Tick, Boom. Yeah. 
maybe was Vivo out this year? Yeah. Well, on Netflix, yeah, maybe but, Vivo. Well, yeah. I mean, he didn't do anything except employees. And I think yeah. right. No, um, I definitely think the uh, Encanto songs are way better than the Vivo songs. So <laughs> I haven't even seen Vivo. It looks generic. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad for Lord and Miller because uh, Mitchell versus the Machines. Uh, normally, I mean, I'm rooting for that, but I don't think it has a shot in hell against Encanto. Yeah, and it, it made some money, but like it, you know, Disney kind of cut it at its knees. Put it on Disney Plus on Christmas, and like basically yeah. having a month and change out there. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, I was really excited to watch this with my mom. My mom was like, "Oh, on Christmas we're gonna watch what's Canto together." It's like, "Okay, okay, we can." And it's go on Disney Plus. You don't have to go to the theater. That's wonderful. I can watch it at home, and then I can put it in Spanish for you, mom. And she's like, "Okay, cool. Um, let's put it in Spanish." And we watched it in Spanish, and she wouldn't like. She wouldn't like sit down and watch it. She was like, "Oh, let me do dishes. Let me do this. Let me do that." And it's like, "Mom, just and." She like halfway through. I'll watch the rest of it tomorrow, and which she's like, I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. And it's like it's she didn't even get to like halfway of the movie, and she was just you know sometimes I don't know if your parents are, are like that, but you know they can't yeah. just sit down and watch a movie. They could have to do multitask and do other things that aren't needed, and it just bugged the hell out of me. And it's just like, come on, mm-hmm. mom, <laughs> it's, it's a, Christmas, the fantastic movie, yeah, yeah, um. The, you know, I felt like the songs were really great, but like I don't remember any of them. Maybe the only one that I really remember is um, the one with oh, uh, I forget the the brother that was hidden away. Bruno. Bruno. That's the only one that yeah, I really we don't remember. talk about. Bruno. You Bruno. also have the pressure song. You have that little Spanish number talking about when they escaped to find Encanto. It's pretty good. Yeah, They're very good emotional. Stuff. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Um, a rare movie without a villain <laughs> at all. A sorta. <laughs> yeah. The the abuela, uh, kind of sort of the villain there, but yeah, spoilers. Uh, yeah, spoiler. Kinda. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because abuela didn't realize she was that the girl she had was her, her replacement. Yeah, and my mom was like, "This abuela's." bitch (laughs) mom finish the movie you'll understand (laughs) she didn't want to finish the movie she was like oh my god (laughs) she just didn't want to see a movie about a mom being a bitch (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know but i i still really love it Uh, um original property and uh, i i really loved encanto and it's wonder it's gorgeous too it's so pretty Mm -hmm. so lush this is the kind of I said this in my review, and I, I definitely agree. At least watching it one and a half times or one and a third times, that this is a movie that you want to show off your 4K HDR big screen to. You know, yes. Look at how HDR is. Look at look at that. You know, no. I, I feel like the 3D it was good, very good, but it could have been better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the 4K would be really, really good. Oh yeah, if not great. <laughs> You want an OLED on that, baby. <laughs> I know. I wish I had OLED. All right. Now, we already talked about this a lot, but Spider-Man, Spider-Man, I saw again um, in 2D, unfortunately. But, I mean, it, it was fine. Um, I didn't love the 3D aspect of it, but I still Dang. love, love, love this movie. And I still, watching it a second time, I'm still giving it a 10 out of minute for me. 
I still I love don't, it. I don't, I don't get the major love for it. It's just, it's a good movie, but it's not a great Spider-Man movie. It's not Homecoming or Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, this isn't Into the... Yeah, compared to Into the Spider-Verse, this was a disappointment. Yeah. But I still like this movie a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's just, I, I feel it's kind of underbaked in parts. Mm-hmm. I probably would have given this a 10 if Into the, if I, if Into the Spider-Verse hadn't come out. If there had, yeah. that movie didn't exist, I probably would have went so apeshit just over the fact that they're all together and I didn't hadn't seen a, 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 a multiverse Spider-Man movie done awesomely. Mm-hmm. I mean, this th- don't get me wrong. This is still a great movie. Well, eight great. Yeah, but it's it's well worth your time. It's well worth seeing in 3D. It's well worth masking up and 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 bear, covering yourself in hand sanitizer to go see this. Yeah, I mean, people are still going to go see it. It's still number one four weeks mm-hmm. in a row. Yeah, and it's the first billion, official billion dollar movie in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. It might be get to two be, without China. Yeah, yeah, yeah this will be like the first one to get there without China. I mean, it's it's at one point five as of today, one point five mm-hmm. billion. Yeah. Um. You know, watching it a second time, I still cried. I still cried, and mm-hmm. I still loved it, and it made everything I wanted in a mo- Spider-Man movie I got, and I, I still love um, Into the Spider-Verse. I could give two tens, man. I, I'm, I'm liberal with my tens, <laughs> I guess, sometimes. <laughs> so I, I, I still loved it so much, and I felt like it was a great van time again to Spider-Man fans. and um, Yeah. I remember when, because I got, I drew the short straw to review into the Spider Verse, because none of us wanted to do it at the time on the podcast, because we just knew it was Sony and their track record. And I remember when I sent my review, it you kept asking me, "Are you sure? Are you sure?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, this is the best Spider-Man movie ever made." <laughs> uh, into the Spider Verse had the element of surprise. No way home didn't because everything that was predicted pretty much happened. Yeah, yeah, but I also feel like I was satisfied, and where I, I, the hype was so high for for um, No Way yeah. Home, it, you know, it, it, I was satisfied. So I'm very happy with that. <laughs> so I just I predict a backlash is going to happen with this movie at some uh-huh. point. Yep, I mean that's one of the things I've said. I said this is this movie when you are going to feel like a ten. But it's not, and it's gonna it's gonna be just like episode one all over again. Except I don't think it's gonna fall as hard because this is a much better movie than episode one. Yeah, it's like franchise. Like, uh, how come the other villains didn't get enough screen time and whatnot? It's because they weren't as popular. Nah, just all right. stuff like that. <laughs> all right, let's uh, go to the last one, which y'all didn't see, right? I was the only one that <laughs> saw this. Not yet. <laughs> Um, Sing 2, and um, the 3D was, was good, very good. Like, it was on the verge of being great, um, but it, it was just one of those things that I was just like, come on, guys, you can push it a little further. Um, but, like, the actual songs that they do was actually really well done, and it's all very cliche, but it's basically what you expect it to be. The trailers did show 85% of the movie. The other... <laughs> 15% is not that much, but, you know, the the big show at the end was fantastic, and that's like, okay, maybe, maybe it wasn't that bad. I, I still give it a six. I still feel good about it, 
But, I mean, it wasn't horrible. It was a fine movie for what it was. My mom was like, I like that Sing too. She wanted to spend time with me. So, she's like, okay, we'll see the Sing too." And I was like, all right, oh, fine. Um, did you care if I watch it in 3D? Because I want to review this. And I didn't mention that. And she's like, I don't care if you watch it in 4D. I just want to spend time with you. And it's like, okay, fine. Aww. And we're trying to do a double feature with Encanto. And so, she liked Sing too, but she did not like Encanto. And it's like, oh. You're breaking my heart, Mom. You're breaking my heart. <laughs> but uh, Was Sing 2 better than the first one? Uh, no. <laughs> no. I haven't even seen the first one because it looks bad. Um, the first one, like you said, um, the Spider-Man had the element of surprise where it looked really bad. And it was like, oh, this is actually kind of nice. That's a good heart to it. And, um, you know, back then it was me and James and uh, James gave it a 7. And I eventually watched it and I was like, you know, I agree. And I kind of feel like that one maybe still holds up and as a seven and this is still a six. It's not <laughs> terrible. You know, if you want something for the kids to watch and, the, you know, it's not offensive. It's not deep. Sometimes you just want something basic. And this is what mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. yeah. If you've got kids that aren't cinema buffs, it's probably perfect for them. I mean, it is the highest grossing animated film since the pandemic. So it's fine. It's not horrible or anything. Yeah. All right, so that's the movies we did review. Uh, let's do a recap of what are we thoughts. Um, what is your favorite movie of the year? Kasichek? Uh Is this uh, 3D or? 3D. Uh, 3D would be Shang-Chi. All right, what's the best? Uh, 3D? Or just, yeah, best 3D. We're still on 3D best right 3D. now. Yeah. Okay, be Shang-Chi. All right, worst movie of 3D. Mm. Uh, I didn't see any bad ones in 3D. Okay. I guess from your... Re- um, Was Raya, I guess, the worst one for you, maybe? Probably. But I wouldn't call it a bad movie. Yeah. Um, most disappointing 3D movie of 2021. Ironically, I would say Dune, because I wanted the 3D to pop out more. But it's still a great movie. All right, uh, Jacob, what was your favorite movie? Shang-Chi. Uh, what is the best movie? Oh, God, I would say a three-way tie. Well, okay, I'll just say Shang-Chi or Jungle Cruise, maybe, <laughs> like for 3D. All right, uh, worst? I didn't see any bad 3D movies. All right. No of, bad. Of the ones you reviewed, which one did you like least, Ron or uh, Boss Baby? <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to have to go with Ron's Gone Wrong, probably. Or Eternals. It's kind of generic. I'd rather watch Eternals, probably, because it's more interesting. And most disappointing. <sighs> Dune or Spider-Man No Way Home. All right. Uh, for me, my favorite, um, it's going to be interesting because I actually have difference here. Um, my favorite was Jungle Cruise. Um, but the best, I feel like, is still I'm still hot on Spider-Man. Still hot on um, the worst, um, scene too. Um, <laughs> um, most disappointing. Ugh. Um, I guess I don't know. It feels like what is disappointing. I guess that uh, maybe disappointing is that the theaters weren't like a hundred percent. Like I had to complain multiple times to get things going, and it's like, come on, guys. You know, I had to complain for Black Widow. I had to complain about uh. Um, 
Encanto. It's just like, come on, guys, come on. So, um, I guess the, the most disappointing movie maybe is Raya. I, I thinking that maybe that's better. That should have been better than it was, but it's not bad. Yeah. Um. All right. Um. We're gonna keep going through these questions. What two D movie should have been released in three D but wasn't? Classic Jake. Ah, uh, there were a lot this year. Uh, I would have uh, loved to have seen Annette or the Sparks Brothers in three D. Um, the Green Knight probably would have been really awesome in three D. All right. Uh, uh, ben Wheatley's Into the Earth. I think that's the name of it. Which I didn't get to see because we were under our theaters were shut down. I wanted to, but everybody I know who saw it said they wish it was in three D. It was just dying for it. All right, Jacob. Which two D movie should have released in three D but wasn't? <sighs> I kind of got a three way tie with this one: Mortal Kombat, uh, The Suicide Squad, and I don't know if The King's Man was ever released three D worldwide, but here it was two D. So I would say The King's Man. Okay, um, I think. Yeah. Suicide Squad's a good choice, and so is the Kings. Yeah, those are all good choices. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a Chinese 3D exclusive or something. Yeah. Um, I guess. Um, the I guess for me, it probably would it be? I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. Matrix Matrix movies could look great in 3D. I actually rewatched two and three and one, and I feel like all of them could benefit from being in 3D. And it's sad that the, that this one didn't. So, all right. Are you worried about the future of 3D uh, from 2021? Classic Jake. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff we're going to find out if, Av- if Avatar 2 uh, comes out. I think that's going to decide the fate of uh, cinematic 3D for quite a while. If it bombs, that's it. It's done. If it succeeds, if it does well, it'll keep limping. But if it's a hit, It'll come back in force. Um, Jacob? I'm actually more optimistic about that, especially with all the new tech announcements from uh, CES this year, uh, You know, especially with the PSVR 2. So I'm, I'm pretty optimistic about it. All right. I'm very pessimistic. Uh, I agree with Classic Jake that it really is dependent on Avatar 2 being a hit. And it's just going to be limping by because I have a whole list, which we're going to get to in a minute, of movies that should have been in 3D, that usually would have been in 3D, that we thought were 3D, and it didn't happen. And it's just a huge list now. Um, so it just seems like more and more movies are just going streaming only, and more and more movies, they don't care. So it's just not putting the effort in. And 15 movies is, is good, but I feel like it should be more. Um, so I'm worried. Um, what was the biggest news story of 2021 regarding 3D, uh, Classic Jake? Uh, I would say, um, the PlayStation VR. Okay. Jacob? I'd also say the PSVR, but also what you said about so many films being announced for 3D and not being released in 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the biggest news story for me was just like, I don't know, um... Just that so many movies just dropped it and that should have had it or just didn't and try. And there's a vault. So there's a parallel dimension with all of these like 20 movies that should have been in 3D but didn't. So I guess the biggest news is that it's, it's just so many movies are coming going to streaming only that it's just they don't care anymore. And, you know, 3D Blu-rays have been super hard to get for almost years now. So it's just mm-hmm. 
it's just so hard. And uh, yeah. All right. Um, now, not 3D related. What's the biggest news story of 2021? Facts or Jake? January 6th. All right. Jacob? January 6th. Yeah, I'll do the hat trick. January 6th. Um, I mean, the pandemic still being around is, is a huge thing. But, you know, the more you look at January 6th, the worst it is. And that was a human thing. It wasn't a virus thing. It was us. And not, not us. Like, I didn't do that shit. But yeah. <laughs> not, uh, we didn't storm the Capitol. But, you know, it was a humanity. It was, you know, us as Americans, I guess. All of us are Americans. And it's just it's disgusting to see such a thing. So Yeah. And uh, I can't believe the lies. Uh, I mean, I saw this on my television set. I was gobsmacked. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I just really couldn't believe they would be that stupid and idiotic. And then I remember and I go, yeah, why am I surprised? And, I mean, then, and then almost the day after they start the gaslighting, but it was Antifa. And I'm like going, yeah, Antifa was marching around with Confederate flags and Trump 2020 signs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jacob, you have anything to add or no? I mean, I was just going to say uh, it's uh, it's still happening with the gaslighting because I was reading a story about Tucker Carlson interviewing uh, Ted Cruz. And Tucker Carlson's like, I don't believe you that they were terrorists. And Ted Cruz is like, I was there. <laughs> yeah. Even yeah, though he got, Ted uh, Cruz was backpedaling. <laughs> yeah, he got cruisified. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, um, I mean, here in Texas, the the winter storm, you know, being pretty big news, and it, you know, I, apparently the news reports were saying that it was like five ten minutes away, and if if they didn't do anything that last minute, the power grid would have been completely destroyed forever, <laughs> Texas, hmm. which is just like I can't imagine that being you know that close to being that bad, but it was really bad. Um, uh, Texas was very self-sufficient, or at least wants to think they are. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um. I guess what pop culture news will be twenty twenty? What will be remembered for? That's COVID. <laughs> COVID. Yeah. Um. Betty White passing. Betty White. Yeah. Thick twist of irony there. Yeah, she just said, "Nope, I'm not doing twenty twenty two. You're on <laughs> yeah. your own. Last day." <laughs> Um, inflation and the supply chain, you know, yeah, people are going to be like, Oh, I don't, I remember how hard it was to get this thing or that thing, you know, yeah. And, yeah, but, but, the, but toilet paper was, was readily available. Unlike mm-hmm. 2020. I know it's, it's really small potatoes, but, um, you know, I have a, a story about, um, uh, you know, supply chain. Um, you know, I usually get grocery food, um, gr- cat food. And we get, you know, my wife works there, get a discount, and it's pretty cheap to buy the cans. And it was becoming really hard to get more than, like, a week's worth or two weeks' worth. And, you know, we would have to keep going and keep checking it, and they would just be empty, empty, empty. And eventually, we just had to change brands altogether to be, you know, more name brand um, cat food because there was no other option. And I could get a huge amount of that cat food online on, you know, so it, it just, you know, I know it's really small compared to the whole world and everything else. And, but, you know, that's a real world example where my cats are eating different food now than they were last year because I don't have an option to give them that food because it's so limited. And, you know, inflation yeah. is always, you know, 
people are like, oh, it's all because of Biden. No, no. It would have happened anyway. It would have happened anyway. And the same thing with the the whole thing with the supply chain. That would have happened anyway. That was happening then before, you know. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. Don't you remember under Trump? We didn't. We. I was having to teach people how to make their own toilet paper online. (laughs) I mean, wasn't the, the, you know, the president doesn't control, you know, cargo ship that gets you know, stand it gets in the middle of the canal that stops there. You know, he's the president yeah. of the United States, not president of all capitalism in the earth. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. he's not controlling the LA ports. He's not doing none of that. He can't yeah. control the oil prices. Yeah. Um. All right. What's your favorite 2D movie of 2021? 2D only. Who are you talking to? Classic Jake. Okay. Uh. A tie. Uh. Pig, Nicolas Cage's best movie in years, except Mandy uh, and uh, Annette, the Sparks uh, Leo um, Carrick's movie. All right, Jacob, favorite 2021 2D only movie? God, I haven't seen a whole lot of 2D movies this year. Um, So I guess based off the ones I've seen, I'd probably have to say either Cruella or Zack Snyder's Justice League. Okay. Um, for me, my favorite, um, um, is the Suicide Squad. Yeah. And, um, best overall 2D movie, um, only Classic Jake? Mm. Uh, I would be a tie again, Annette and Pig. Alright, uh, Jacob? I guess I'm just going to say Zack Snyder's Justice League was really good. <laughs> Um, now this movie just came out like two weeks ago, but it's technically 2021. It came out. Um, don't look up. Yeah, I haven't. I I haven't seen it yet. I've heard it's good. Yeah, it's it's a wonderful satire, and it's like just one notch next to satire. Like we're pretty much there, (laughs) and people don't want to realize that we're there, but we're almost there. And it's so funny and engrossing, and man, I I really am hot on um, Don't Look Up. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Squid Game? No, I haven't. You, If you like uh, Don't Look Up, you'll probably love Squid Game. But that's a TV show, though. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's not a movie. Yeah. All right. Worst uh, 2D-only movie, uh, Classic Jake. Oh, that's a simple one. House of Gucci. Oh. <laughs> I haven't even seen that one yet. <laughs> oh, you've got to. It is a train wreck. Uh, oh, I will. Jared Leto, he, you would swear to God that is uh, Ron Jeremy. It <laughs> does look like him. I mean, I joked that that was Ron Jeremy in a PG-13 movie. <laughs> even though uh, this was an R movie, but it felt like a PG-13 movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jacob, your, your worst movie? Uh, this one's also quite easy for me, Snake Eyes. Okay. It's just badly shot, right? <laughs> Not just badly shot, everything about it is pretty bad. All right, my my worst movie, Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. I hated this mm-hmm. movie. Hated it with a passion. Um... Uh, I put this on for the patrons. A lot of these movie reviews, if you're wondering, are on Patreon uh, because they're not 3D directly related. But I gave this 
piece of shit and one out of ten. I hated it. <laughs> I think I think I gave Snake Eyes a four, and I kind of put it too highly. <laughs> Maybe I hated it too much, but I really hated it. I, I actually went to the damn theater, paid money to see it in theater, and I hated Resident Evil so much. It's just so poorly acted and so poorly um, designed. They have too many characters that obviously they're going to survive. They're the big characters from the game. So what's the drama there? And then all the characters talk so badly. It just, it's so poorly written. It, they just like introduce each other. Hi, my name is Jill Valentine. Hi, George Valentine. Like, Shut up. That's not how people talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so are you going to buy it on Blu-ray? No. <laughs> um. All right. Most disappointing to the only movie of 2021, Castle Jake. Huh. Huh. Let me think. Most disappointing 2D movie. Um, that's... This year, I managed to dodge a lot of bullets. And the only one that bit me was uh, House of Gucci. So I guess I'm going to say House of Gucci mainly because... That one tempted me enough to be dumb enough to actually sit in a theater and risk getting COVID to see some of the worst racial stereotypes of Italians I've ever seen in my life. All right. Uh, Jacob, your most disappointing 2D movie? Uh, Halloween Kills. So disappointing. So bad. Yeah. Thanks for the heads up because I dodged that bullet. Yeah. <laughs> Evil dies tonight. <laughs> so does cinema. <laughs> yeah. I oh. felt like it watching it. Uh, for me, the Tomorrow War on, oh my god, I hated oh. this too. It's just so bad. It just drags on and on, and it's just, I don't like these characters. I don't care if they die, and the time travel doesn't make any sense, and it's just so, it's just a stupid action movie, and I, it felt like it was three hours long. <laughs> Aren't you glad yeah. he, it wasn't released in cinemas, though? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess... I mean, we... we... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Do you have a surprise movie, 2D-only movie, that you really liked in 2021? I mean, I'm going to say Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League was surprisingly good. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Zack Snyder's Justice League and uh, Annette. I mean, I thought I would like it. Because I do like Leo's Karos and I like Sparks. I didn't think it would be that good. And I didn't think Adam Driver would be such a powerhouse singer, even though he doesn't have a great voice. Who would think Adam Driver would star in a musical? Eh, I never even heard of this movie. It only played 100 theaters in the U.S. Mm. And it's now streaming on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. All right, Jacob, your most surprising good movie, 2D only? Uh, I mean, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, probably. Okay. Surprisingly um, good. Yeah, I, I really, for four hours, damn, I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I watched it in one sitting. I couldn't believe it. Same. <laughs> Worth the hype. I was just like, not expecting uh, that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and another, I, I should mention uh, this one. I, I can't believe it slipped my mind. Uh, Nightmare Alley. Okay. I didn't think there was any way that could surpass the original because it's just such a Nor classic. Uh, I, would, I remember watching this in the theater. I had, on the way to the movie, I had picked up a cup uh, muffin from Panera. And I sat there literally holding it in my 
right hand for two and a half hours, and I didn't take a bite of it. I was so engrossed in the movie. <laughs> I just sat there. and just Then I'm like, the movie's over, and I'm like, oh, I haven't eaten. <laughs> <laughs> I was so engrossed. Um, for me, most surprising was Rumble. Um, I, I'm, I saw it on Paramount Plus for the hell of it, just for the patrons to have something to talk about, you know, and I was like, crap, this is pretty damn great. It's so much fun. Um, you know, World Wrestling Federation made this, um, and they know how to make a spectacle, and it was self-aware, and it had just, it was really well done. Rumble. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. And it- yeah, and I saw a 3D trailer of it eight, seems like a million years ago, and uh, it deserved a 3D release. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it was going to be a 2019, and then it just kept moving around the dates, and Paramount just gave up. And you're like, all right, then, whatever. Um, yeah. And just put it on Paramount Plus, and it, like, they just announced it, and boom, it was there, so whatever. Um, let's talk about um, our what our patrons thought. I asked the patrons some of these questions, and they said, Mr. Bengal 5 said, favorite movie was uh, Free Guy. Mm. Uh, okay, yeah. 2D movie um, that should have been released in 3D, Matrix 4. Mm. Uh, mm. Not worried about 3D. Um, like you said before, Classic Jake, it's it's probably a cycle, and popularity is going through the cycles. Mm-hmm. Um, biggest news was uh, PlayStation VR 2 announced. And favorite 2D movie was The French Dispatch. Never heard of that one. Yeah, Wes Anderson. Oh, yeah. It didn't, yeah. It didn't play here. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't go see it because I didn't feel like going 100 miles. <laughs> All right. Our other patron, Kano 3D, said best uh, Shang-Chi and favorite <laughs> Shang-Chi. Yeah. Uh, worst, he didn't like Dune. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, most disappointing, he didn't like Spider-Man because... It's, it said because it start with X in 3D, but then gets really plain. So I guess the you know that 3D, yeah. Um, yeah, fair. Matrix Resurrections is a big disappointment not being in 3D. They had high hopes. It, um, had you know the original was, just, you know, it could be remastered in 3D, but no. He's somewhat worried about 3D. Um, no 3D Blu-rays. Um, the the Pro King Pro Ma King tablet is interesting to him. Um, that was kind of announced, like a tablet that's 3D, glasses free. Um, you know, politicians and media manipulating science and medical data to impose more restrictions, not according to the situation, what science says, um, you know, it's, it's hard to, you know, different parts of the world have different things going on with, um, lockdowns and I don't know if they really would be happy with the American style. Everything's open and, you know, different states, different counties, different cities have different rules. Um. I kind of would like to have a little more uniform, like Europe, but I get it. Um, it says, uh, Dr. Peacock making a French core music with the orchestrated instruments and chorus voices was something that was very really interesting to him. Um, favorite was Historia's Lamentables. I don't know what that is. Um, something that didn't get a U.S. release. Yeah. Um, best was Matrix, mainly because they didn't watch any, any other 2D movies. Worst was Resident Evil. Didn't watch. It just looked really amateur. Um, then you record, you know, on yourself. Most disappointing was Matrix, again, for not being in 3D and just being a weird action movie. 
Um, and it's just kind of a funny joke than actual sequel. Um, and um, you also said favorite 3D moments uh, were Black Widow and Shang-Chi and 4DX 3D. Um, the last scenes were both really intense visually and impact in other scenes. I still remember the sensations. I also remember Eternal's beginning where the dragon gets out of the sea, eats the father. It was really nice in 3D. So what 3D moments do you guys really remember um, from 2021? Oh, the bus fight in Shang-Chi. Yeah, that was pretty good. I also remember the boat, like the beginning boat ride in uh, Jungle Cruise when that uh, stick is coming right at you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I mean, no time to die with the opening. Um, just and then mm-hmm. that that whole opening too with um mm-hmm. the the you know what they have the musical not the musical but the the song being played by Billie Eilish and that it was gorgeous visuals there. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a three D moment I didn't forget. Now, uh, classic Jake. Now you say that this was happened to your theater, but other people on YouTube have said that it, their three D was fine. So maybe. That it should which that situation with Venom two where the three D was turned on for a scene, maybe you know you remember that really well, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, just kind of how overall Shang Chi. Um, there's so many times we're thinking. Oh no, specific moment Shang Chi was that scene where they're fighting on outside of the building and you just see the depth there, and it was so it made the scene so much scarier. Um, yeah, the bamboo. With the, yeah, they had to, con- yeah, because they build construction uh, stuff with, they use bamboo scaffolds, and mm. that, was, that was amazing, too. I mean, yeah. Shang-Chi had some very amazing, then there was all the stuff with the dragon later, I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked how Godzilla and Kong, they looked like actual creatures in 3D, because the, they're actual, you know, models, so that and just how they were fighting, I was like, oh, this actually works really well, you know, and mm-hmm. see it. So there's definitely some moments. Uh, was there some moments in Boss Baby 2 that you really love, Jacob? Oh, God, probably the whole sequence with the ninja babies was really good, but I don't know, the whole movie is just really good 3D. Um, in Sing 2, um, it's in the trailer where, like, this lizard um, lady is, like, driving, and she goes to talk to um, the lying character first. And that whole sequence there, she goes into like a jungle and it's really great depth and everything's working. And then there's like traps, you know, that are, you know, she has like a, it's like actually kind of a scary scene because, you know, there's like a, just all these traps trying to get her and she survives all of them um, because they're trying to, you know, she, the lion doesn't want to be contacted. So he puts up all these traps and... Just that whole sequence with like paint guns and the it was getting shot out and I was like, holy crap, this scene is awesome. Um, that scene was really, really good. It was, it was just great in 3D and it really made it worth it. Um, I mean, there's other parts here and there where they had, you know, some stuff, but that was the best scene in this thing too that I remember really well. So we like the scene with the, the, the lizard lady, um, I forget her name. Um, but yeah, that was really good 3D moments. You know, it's always good to try to remember 3D moments that were in the movies that you can't just all be good or great. You know, there's definitely moments. And I love how Shang-Chi had all the, you know, things popping out with um, the different weapons and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So we have a list here that um, there are 2D movies, 2021 movies that should have been 3D. 
that here's a list, and you go through them really quickly. Um, these movies, under normal circumstances, you know, they're superhero movies, they're kids' movies, they're animated movies. These would be 3D movies because they're they're right in that genre. And these did not get released in 3D, at least in America. Um, the first one, we thought we were going to be in 3D, and it was like really early on in January, and we were excited. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's even posters with the 3D logo, and it didn't end up happening. <sighs> that movie was kind of crappy, too, though. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. It, it wasn't great, but, you know, it's like, yeah, whatever. Just... Um, Tom and Jerry, which sucks, but, <laughs> you know, kids kind of animated movies would work well in 3D. Um, you know, I thought I remember seeing trailers for this in 3D too, but I don't remember. Uh, Space Jam, New Legacy. This was a big, or supposed to be a big movie for Warner Brothers, and if this was a regular time, this would have been 3D, but it didn't get a 3D release, and it bombed badly. Um, yeah, for good reason. For yeah. good, for good reason. But still, you know, normal circumstances, you would think this would be a 3D movie. You know, uh, yeah. um, Luca, which is from Pixar. You know, usually almost every Pixar animated movie from Disney gets 3D released, and Luca did not, and I think it would look great. Now, this movie was kind of a surprise for me because I actually kind of liked it. Um, SpongeBob, Sponge on the Run. You, you know, the last movie got th- great 3D, and this just yeah. got onto Paramount Plus and dumped on there and didn't have a 3D release. Yeah, the trailers were really good in 3D, too, when I see them. Well, it got a Canadian release, but the border was shut, yeah. so I didn't even have that option. Yeah, I don't know if I, to be honest, I don't know if I would have d- driven the eight plus hours. <laughs> SpongeBob, <laughs> SpongeBob wasn't worth it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's basically what do you think it is? But it was fun. Uh, I actually kind of liked it. Now uh, we mentioned this already. Um, now originally, the original cut was three D, and I think that the Snyder cut would look. Great in 3D. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if, if they want to put that up, um, you know, that was a huge hit for HBO Max and Warner Brothers. And I really love Snyder Cut. I, I, I was not thinking this was going to exist. And two, it wouldn't be that different. Oh, boy. It's way different and way better than the original cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could just imagine that last sequence with the Flash... Looking awesome in 3D. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it would have looked marvelous, but I figured uh, because how expensive a conversion is, and they probably didn't uh, have, since they didn't shoot it in 3D and they didn't have it converted, that was probably the decision they made to make this affordable to put on streaming, which where you can't see in 3D because. Now I was just it's just a pity they didn't uh convert it all and then give it a theatrical release in 3D that would have been awesome but yeah. I feel blessed to get what we got. Yeah. Yeah, same. But I mean like a 4 hour movie in 3D though that'd be exhausting. Exhausting uh-huh. but also not as many awesome. showings it wouldn't be as I mean it would be awesome but it wouldn't be as many showings per cinema. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'd all have eye strain for a week. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd have to go use the bathroom. It's like, we need an intermission. Bad. Yeah. Well, it did have intermission, though, didn't it? I think so. Mm. 
I don't know if it did or not. I think it's just it was split up into parts. Okay. Yeah, chapters. Chapters, yeah. Hey, if uh, Warner Brothers wants to release that theatrically, definitely give that a 3D conversion because that would look great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. All right, uh, Mitchell versus the Machines. This used to be called Connected. I thought it was a great movie. I really, really enjoyed it until Netflix. And, you know, kids animated movies like this would usually would be great. There's a lot of flying stuff. It would look great in 3D. And anyone else watch this movie? Not yet. I've seen parts of it enough that um, it's uh, it's the dark horse in the Academy race uh, for which one. It and Encanto are the kind of the odds-on favorite who's going to get um, uh, best animated feature, but it's probably going to be Encanto. Um, I mean, y- animated movies like this definitely would be 3D in normal times and not mm-hmm. get, a theatri- get a theatrical release, but nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now this one, um, Disney has kind of been really all over the place with the live-action remakes and sequels, and some movies are 3D, some aren't. But um, Cruella, um, I actually really like Cruella. It surprised me. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of dark, so I don't think it would have worked. But, you know, I can see how Disney could have released this in 3D. And, you know, released, you know, Jungle Book and uh, Beauty and the Beast. Um, did you guys like Cruella? I liked it, yeah. Yeah, it was fine. Um, Emma Stone, I think, rocked it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now, none of us have watched this. But, I mean, we just assumed this might have been a 3D movie. Um, because, you know, usually animated movies, um, Spirit Untamed didn't get a 3D release, kind of bombed at the box office and, you know, yep. actually got a theatrical release and nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wahlberg movie Infinite, again, got dumped on Paramount Plus. Um, that's a, a really intense action movie that sucks, but you know, that kind of movie would have been 3D in gotten theatrical release and gotten 3D release in normal times. Mm-hmm. Have you any of all saw Infinite or no? No. Mm-mm. Now, uh, F9 got a 3D release in some parts of the world, but not in America. Um, so I think that, why not give it to America? You know, give us the, the Blu-ray. I don't know. Have you guys seen F9 or no? No. Nope. I've only seen one Fast and Furious movie, Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> um, the Tomorrow War, um, again... This got dumped on Amazon, and it's a terrible movie. I really, really hate it. Um, Chris Pratt is so miscast in this, and um, it's just uh, so long of a movie. And you know, this kind of action would be great for three D, um, but nope. Yeah, well, these days, unless there's a dinosaur or a talking tree, and if Chris Pratt's in it, I take a hard pass. Yeah, sorry, you're not going to watch the Mario movie this year, then. <laughs> Only if it's 3D. I mean, it's Illumination, so it's a safe bet. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna probably get stuck seeing it as long, along with the Minions movie. Oh. Now, uh, Jacob, you actually watched this movie, and you would you said that you wouldn't watch this in 3D. Uh, Snake Eyes, GI Joe Origins. Usually, that would be a 3D movie, but you're actually yeah. glad it didn't come out in 3D, right? Yeah, the cinematography was just. So jittery and it was just so bad. It would have made you have a seizure or something. Yikes! Yeah. Um. Next up, the R-rated The Suicide Squad. I think you know for yeah. the most part, there's some yes. dark. It would have looked great in 3D. 
Especially that scene with the blood and flowers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and all the Starro stuff would have been awesome. Yeah, yeah. and Starro stuff. Um, on Twitter, I think um, the director said that Warner Brothers asked them, and they're like, no, we're not going to have it for 3D. Um, so, I mean, it was sad how much of a how much of a flop it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it wasn't that good of a movie either, I feel, so it's I dig that. Maybe for the best. Yeah. I mean, it's sad that R-rated, you know, comic book movies are, are still kind of rare. Yeah. And, you know, if it's not Deadpool, it's almost, it's really hard to get a big traction. Yeah. Like, the first well, two Kingsmen were popular, but then... Yeah. The Kingsman hasn't been. Yeah. Well, part of it, on those, it's the name. Because I know several people who skipped the Suicide Squad because they thought it was the first movie re-released because movies because of covid mm. they thought they they thought it was a re-release because they were re-releasing movies because of covid so they i know we pay see, we pay a lot more attention to stuff than the average person so yeah and i said no it's actually a whole brand new movie and they're like oh it's not in theaters anymore and i said yeah but it's on um the it's streaming so have at it you can see it on warner's uh HBO Max, so. Now, this next one is a kids movie, kids animated movie, um, Paw Patrol. Now, this might be not a 3D movie because, you know, usually when it's really aimed to small little ones, they, they kind of skip to 3D, but most animated movies are 3D, so this probably would have gotten a 3D release in normal times. Yeah. Um, none of us have seen this, right? Nope. Nope. I've never seen anything with Paw Patrol. Um, I've managed to dodge that bullet. <laughs> the Cinderella remake that got an Amazon Prime, um, that you know usually would be a, like a, a 3D movie. I think weren't the last ones 3D or no? Uh, no. But like you know, other storybook kind of movies like this would be 3D. So you know, it makes yeah, sense. I mean, Maleficent was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it might have. Uh. All right. Next up, the Adams Family two, which sucks. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, the first one is three D. Uh, classic Jake, you reviewed the first one and you dodged a bullet for the second one. I watched it and reviewed yeah. it. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I had enough. Yeah, I might have quit if you made me review that. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Or I would have lied and said I had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I took one for the team and watched that, um, and gave it to our patrons. You know, I watched a lot of crap and, give, and watched for the patrons. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Resident Evil, I watched for the patrons. Um, Infinite, I watched for the patrons. SpongeBob, I watched for the patrons. Tom and Jerry, you know, Space Jam. I did all these crappy movies for the patrons on Patreon. I do it for y'all. You know, but yeah, I was funny. I saw it in the theaters. It sucked. It was bad. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, I saw House of Gucci, and for the patrons, I didn't talk about it. I spared you even that. I, I saw <laughs> Snake Eyes. Ooh. Yeah, I think you win. I think you win. <laughs> I think you took the worst bullet. <laughs> um, I actually think Adam's Family 2 is worse than the first one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the first one was great. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I mean, the 3D was there. It was okay yeah. for the first movie, but... It just had no story worth anything. Yeah, it's just the 3D was lackluster, too. 
Mm-hmm. And like it's so cliche, a road trip movie, and and you know you guys didn't know about this. You know, there's a whole subplot, a major part part of the plot actually is Wednesday not being a real um, Adams, and you know that was actually like a big part of the story. And it's like, look, they look just like the mom. I'm sorry, it's <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and of course Adam, that works. It's not like. You know, Marianne or something. No, what was that one from the Munsters that looked very different than the rest of them? Marilyn. Yeah, Marilyn. Okay, obviously that's adopted. I mean, I mean, how do you get that combination with a vampire and a Frankenstein monster, you know, mix? You know, I could see that, but like, Wednesday? Come on. It's just so no. stupid and bad. Um, and uh, the, the whole vacation plot line also seems lazy and uninspired. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was so mad when they drove by uh, San Antonio and they had like, um, they actually had tumbleweeds. It's like, come on, come on! I've been to San Antonio multiple times. I've driven by there, never see tumbleweeds. Come on, the Alamo's there. Come on, there's water burgers everywhere. I assume. Yeah, <laughs> but still, there's no tumbleweeds the there. The water burgers will catch the tumbleweeds. Yes, yes, they will. Um. Yeah. And 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 then if they won't catch them, the Dairy Queens will. <laughs> There's so many cliches in Adams too. Um. Yeah. Ugh, um. Clifford, the big red dog. It was actually surprising this got a theatrical release at all. But usually, it even got made. I thought John Ritter's passing, there'd be zero interest in Clifford. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, this got yeah, par- the books are popular. Yeah, a Paramount Plus and theatrical release, and it did decently for itself. And, you know, these kinds of kids' movies usually get 3D releases, but not this one. Yeah. So, um, I heard that's actually not that bad. So, But the director just made so many bad films. Yeah. Like, Alvin and the Chipmunks 4, Wild Hogs, Old Dogs, all them stinkers. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's enough for me to... Stay away forever. Never give it a chance. <laughs> now, this this one is a big one. I was really thinking this was going to be a 3D movie. I was, you know, because the 2016 trash movie was 3D. Actually, good 3D at that, from what I heard. But Ghostbusters Afterlife was not a 3D movie, and that should have been. Yeah, it should have been. Um, I really like that movie. <laughs> I, I, I kind of feel like that was actually pretty good for what it was, and Better than I was expecting it to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of those movies that should have been made 20, 25 years ago. Hmm. New Jake, or Jacob, have you seen this? I have not. It's it's actually pretty good. I really like it. And people don't like it. You either really like it, or you're like, eh. I, I think it's really good. And it, yeah, the first half is a little boring, but it's still really well done. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's just... Like, after Ghostbusters 2016, I just kind of got burned. (laughs) Understandable. And, and like, I mean, I'm not the biggest Ghostbusters fan in the first place. I thought, I think they're just okay for the most part. So I'm not all that nostalgic for it. So I don't know if I'll like Afterlife that much, but I'll I'll give it a shot once it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Afterlife makes a good Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. It's better sequel than. Ghostbusters 2, I would rather have dental surgery without anesthesia than ever see again. It's terrible. I mean, I'm one of the few people who like Ghostbusters 2. I don't think it's terrible. It's just... It's, uh, it's actually... Delitis. 
2016 is even better than Ghostbusters 2, and I hate 2016. Yeah. Oh, 2016 is just bad. I'd rather watch Ghostbusters 2 again. Uh, and as much as I like Ghostbusters, because I do like it, it doesn't hold a candle to Peter Jackson's The Frighteners. Yeah, but two it, entirely it, different yeah. movies. I know, but the thing is, it's it is sort of the same thing, same about ghosts and hunting them, and it's it's just on a whole other level. It's one of those things that, to me, really put Peter Jackson on the map for me as a serious director. Yeah, yeah. This movie, I think, would have looked really good in three D too. Classic Jake, what do you think? Oh yeah, it should have been three D. In fact, the way it was filmed, I think they were thinking it was going to be three D. Yeah. I'm sad this one really... This one, Sony has a great track record. Yeah, this had everything to to be a good 3D movie, and no, it's sad. Now, next one, you know, I, I mentioned this already, but Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. That should have been a 3D movie, because Res- all of the Resident Evil movies were 3D, basically. Last, you know, before this one. And, I mean, it just would have worked, it'd been terrible in 3D, because it's so darkly lit. And it's so many darkly, badly shot angles and camera angles. So, yeah. Usually this kind of movie, this kind of action video game movie, gets a 3D release and didn't get it. So, but, yeah. We should thank them, because we dodged a bullet. Yeah. It's... I really, really hate this movie. It's so bad. It's so annoying to watch. Um, Yeah. So do I you mean, think n- none of the lucky? Resident Evil's been good. Yeah. Do you think we're going to get lucky in the next Minions movie isn't to 3D? Maybe. No, it's it's pretty much confirmed. Just watch it be streaming on Peacock after all this time. It's been delayed for two years. Yeah. All right. I have seen every single live-action Resident Evil movie. I think this is the worst of all of them. But none of them were really good, though. I know, and I agree. They all were bad, but this is the worst third of all of them. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of surprising, because uh, Paul W.S. Well, Anderson is a hack. Yeah. Yeah, but, but you have to admit, the the ones with Mila are hilarious. They're, they're laugh-out-loud yeah. in the most unintentional ways, and sometimes yeah. the three is pretty good. Yeah. yeah, they're dumb fun. And these, this was, it wasn't even fun. It was just tedious to watch. It was bad. Um, mm-hmm. next up, Rumble. Rumble, we thought, you know, we saw a trailer for it in 3D, and it's, and it's mm-hmm. awesome, and it looked yeah. incredible. Um, yeah, The King's Man, I mean, I thought it was 3D right before it released, and it didn't happen, so I don't know what happened there. <laughs> the poster yeah. says it's 3D. Yeah. yeah, there was a trailer, there was a 3D trailer, yeah. just like there was, you know, uh, Dark Fate. I mean, there's been so many movies Hobbs and Shaw is another one they did to us t- dirty, but at least Hobbs and Shaw got a German 3D release. Yeah. And finally, Matrix Resurrections. You know, Matrix movies would look great in 3D. I'm sorry. I don't know why the Warner Brothers didn't do this, you know, and it's just whatever. It's kind of a bomb. So I think the Matrix franchise might be dead for a while. Yeah. I mean, the movie costs almost $200 million, and it looks like it does. It looks cheap. That could be why they didn't do a conversion, because they've sunk so much money already. Yeah. And uh, the Wachowski's had a track record of having some 3D bombs. It's just, I I think the Wachowskis, I mean, I know it's only directed by Lana, but they're just a one and done. Like, they had a hit with The Matrix, and they should have been over, but 
they just keep trying to be a thing. They're not good. Yeah, and actually, really, uh, recently we watched all three of the Matrix movies before this, and in Res- you know the second one we loaded wasn't as bad as I was thinking it was, but like Revolutions was pretty bad. It just it, they could have made them into one movie and cut out a lot of crap and made them actually be fun, and it was just so much philosophy for no reason, and yeah, um, I'm not. Super, you know, I'll watch it on HBO Max, but I'm not going to go to theaters and watch Resurrections. No way. Mm. I mean, it's it's kind of, a, you know, $124 million. Yeah, and I don't know why Warner Brothers decided to release this right against Spider-Man. Why? Why did you think that was a smart idea? <laughs> Counter-programming, maybe? I don't know. I, hey, with the cast, they might as well, they should have swung for the fences and made a musical. Yeah. They had in that. They have some great singers. So... So yeah, that's 23 movies that in normal times that probably would have been 3D everywhere in the world, but we didn't get any of these movies 3D. I think that's amazing. That would have doubled our amount of movies we had. Uh, yeah, so. content, yeah, you would have had more content. I mean, I, half of these movies would probably look great in 3D, you know? Yeah. So it's sad that we have a huge list of movies that could have been, should have been, but didn't happen, so it is what it is. Yeah. Alright, so with that, we'll close up the time capsule for twenty twenty one. Not a you know, a better year than twenty twenty, but just kind of. Yeah. Um yeah. Any last words you guys want to say on twenty twenty one and movies and culture and news and uh Yeah, well, welcome to the third season of uh, twenty twenty. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Omicron edition. Yeah. That's a cron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. With that, we're out of here. Hope you guys enjoy this super long time capsule podcast. Bye. 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 Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano3D, Mr. Bengal5, and Kevin Winter for your financial support on Patreon.com. So that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Links are in the info box. If you want to send us listener mail, our email address is email 3D or 2D at gmail.com. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.